What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self-Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today we're doing an episode that I don't know why it's taken us so long to do this because you guys know I I do my makeup course and we talk so much about beauty tips and tricks, but we're doing 20, 20 beauty tips that we wish that we knew sooner. Yeah. And, you know, if you're anything like me, you found all this out probably within the last year that you could do different stuff (laughs) (laughs) to your face and or hair. So this is... You've just been on a plateau since kindergarten in the beauty (laughs) game and then in the last year. Big old spike. Exactly. So, you know, if you're late to the game, hey, welcome. I'm not too far behind you. Mm -hmm. Come on in. It's great in here. Yeah. Um, So before we hop into these great beauty tips, uh, makeup tips, skincare, hair tips, all kinds of stuff, I've got a few road dates coming up, some tour dates I would like to promote and get you guys out to some shows. Uh, I'm going to be headlining the Blue Room Comedy Club in Springfield, Missouri, August 5th through the 7th. Then I'm going to be headlining Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky. I think we've got some Kentucky helpsters that have been asking when Taylor and I are going to be out there. So that's August 12th through the 14th. And then August 19th through, no, I'm sorry, August 20th through the 21st, I'm going to be at the Comedy Fort in Fort Collins, Colorado. So KelseyCook.com for tour dates. I've got some in uh, Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin in September as well. So KelseyCook.com, get those tickets. Also, Taylor announced her theater tour. By the time this comes out, she will have announced it like um, over a month ago. But please, helpsters, go to ttomcomedy.com. Get those tickets. She's already selling out some of these theaters and has had to add second shows to theaters, dude. I mean, like, that's a lot of fucking tickets sold. It's so exciting. So, helpsters, go go see where she's touring. She's going all over the place. So, I'm sure there's got to be a venue near you. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. And if you are an independent contractor or service-based business owner, and you'd like to increase your revenue and the value of your products and services and increase your free time, especially so you can enjoy your life all by utilizing minimalism in your offer, your marketing and operations, you can head over to DelaneyFisher.com. I also have a podcast for service providers called Eficionado. There's a corresponding worksheet for each episode because I am insane. And uh, those episodes come <laughs> <laughs> they come out every other Tuesday. You can all you can find everything at my website, DelaneyFisher.com, along with some free resources and tips on there as well. Nice. You're the best, right. man. You're the best at it. <laughs> You're sweet. Um, Thank you. You're the best at all this makeup shit. So Kelsey, I'm gonna kick it over to you. <laughs> well, thank you, dear. Um, should we start with a with a quotable? Of course we shall. Okay. Yes. So this quote is from uh Louis Lamour which is a French 
person. I don't I don't know <laughs> their specific title other than that is Are a French name. A dog? I I don't I don't know. Our favorite French poodle. No, this Our is great. French poodle. I think um, you're correct about that. <laughs> the quote is there will come a time when you believe everything is finished, that will be the beginning. I like I that. I like that a lot. I am going to Google right now who the heck Louis, Louis American Amor? novelist. Oh, All right. so we were. Well, well, and you know what? He's not French at all. He oh, okay, great. <laughs> is a he looks like a cowboy. He's wow. He was born in North Dakota for Christ's sake. So we were He's way off with an that. American novelist and short story writer. Louis, my apologies, my man, Sorry but that. that your last name could not be more French. It translates into the love, l'amour. You know? Right. I was I Very was funny. thinking like, oh, Louis Lamour. And now I'm thinking like, yeah, Louis Lammer probably is how. <laughs> probably how people in North Dakota pronounce it, I would assume. Um, um, right. I like that quotable. It's great for what you're talking about with makeup that, you know, you thought that you were done learning makeup tips. And oh, guess what? At that 12. was just the beginning. Right. That's when I just used to put sunblock on my face and chapstick and call it a day. Wow. There's a lot more to it, how, turns out. How far we've come. <laughs> Although sunscreen and chapstick, very important as well. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So Delaney and I are just going to word vomit a bunch of yeah. beauty tips for you guys. We're just going to keep going back and forth. And I'm sure certain tips of ours are going to make the other go, oh, yeah, this too. So yeah, here we go. We're diving in. Um, for me – Big yeah. hair hairstyling tip that I wish I had known sooner. I used to blow dry my hair and then style it with a, a curling iron or a wand. And yes. in the last few years now, this is particularly helpful, I will say, for at least shoulder length, if not longer hair. Mostly helpful for longer hair. I have, for the most part, skipped the um, heat wand styling process now or curling iron. And yeah. as soon as my hair is done being blow dried, so while it's still hot, I immediately twist it into a bun, like a ballerina bun, and I secure it with a scrunchie. And then I let it sit in the bun for as long as I can. I've tried to do at least like an hour or so because in that period of time, as your hair cools, it will set into whatever the style is that you've done it. And then okay. you take it out of the bun and you have beautiful, loose, beachy, curly waves without nice. having to damage your hair further using a curling iron. I've seen you do this. It's, it works so well. I, every time you do, I'm like, wow. I mean, your hair looks amazing. I know you get a lot of compliments. You. You're like, yeah, just put it in a bun after I did this thing. So you still are applying heat, but you're just doing one round of heat with the blow dry. Yeah. Okay. And are you putting it on the top of your head or the bottom? Or like, how to, what are the logistics of this sweet, sweet tip, Kelsey? Well- Here's where you can get a little creative with it because you can – I usually put it at the back of my head because I like where that creates the crimps. But if you do it at the top of your head, you're going to get curls and waves that are starting much closer to your scalp. Mm -hmm. uh, you can do a low bun and then you're going to really just only get maybe like the bottom half of your hair if you want it to look really relaxed. Yeah. Or you can pull a fourth grade Kelsey, do – Princess Leia buns. Oh, shit. Part your hair down the middle, rock two of them, and then you're going to get even tighter curls. So what, should, what do you do? You do I Princess usually Leia? just do, just because I'm, I'm trying to make it as fast as I can getting ready, I, I usually spend enough time on my makeup that I don't want to also spend a bunch of time on my hair. I just do the one bun kind of in the middle of my back, or back of my head, I mean. Um, okay. But you can, you can go crazy with it. You can do like the Spice Girls a bunch of like mini buns and be really oh. tightly curled. But it's oh. a big movement lately of the whole heatless styling. And right. is it technically heatless? No, because you're, like you said, you're blow drying your hair, but you're not adding another level of heat damage to your hair. Are you saying it's trendy to do what I've been doing my whole life? Delaney, <laughs> you're a pioneer. <laughs> People are now looking for all the shortcuts. My hair tips, I'm like... Well, okay. So I, I air dry. I probably only blow dry my hair a few times a year, or maybe, maybe it's when I go to an event, I'll blow dry it and then I'll do Why some kind of curls. Me? Why do did, it. I, did you see my face? I was like, 
what? And then I'm like, you're talking to Delaney. <laughs> I'm like looking at my hair right now in this episode. This is air dried. Um, I got out of the shower. I brushed it. I left, I left it. And you know what? My little sister, I actually wore this for um, my elopement. My little sister has this like little clip that's really pretty. And that has got like teeth on each end of it. Mm-hmm. And you can just swoop it in your hair for like a little half up, half down. And it just How sits cute. there. And it's like you... You tried to do your hair, but it takes about 10 seconds and then it's, it looks like you dressed up. So that's a really nice tip I'm going to be using for when I, when I go out in public places for events. There you go. Yes. I like that. Yes. And also to that too, you know, where that's not really adding a crimp necessarily. I think a big change that we've seen in the last year or two is a movement away from those hair ties that were just straight up, like pretty skinny, pretty tight that if you put your hair in a ponytail with them, it would crimp your, yes, crimp your hair. Yes, or like pull your hair out when you or pull it out, right? Pull your hair yes. out. So now there's a movement toward um, kind of like the thicker silk ones or sk- silk scrunchies. So mm-hmm. it's creaseless. It doesn't crease your hair. And can't recommend yes. trying that enough. I've been doing a lot of scrunchy high ponytails lately. Another thing that takes about five seconds and it looked like I did something that day. With I my love hair. your hair in a ponytail lately. So I get, anytime you pop pop up on Zoom, I'm like, this is nice. High ponytail, five seconds. That little clip, five seconds. Air dry, zero time. <laughs> so it's just pretty. <laughs> it's pretty been good. It's been good. But I do have one of those when I do like go out. Let's say I'm going to an event or something. I'll blow dry my hair and then I will. Um, put some curls in it. And I have one of those curling irons that is both a straightener and a curling iron. Oh yeah. In, yeah. in one. So I'll just, I'll just put a little of those in there mm-hmm. and leave it. I've never used, I don't really use hairspray. I've only used hairspray when I've gotten my hair done for certain things. Okay. So I just kind of leave it and you know, sometimes it stays in and sometimes it falls out within a few hours. Yeah. I you really gotta- love a texturizing spray. I feel like I've been using that in the last decade more than hairspray because it does give some hold, but it also kind of gives it like a little, little zhuzh. Yes. Um, I w- so anytime I've tried to let my hair air dry, cause sometimes I am just lazy and just let my hair air dry. Um, my roots get greasy much more quickly because I think you're not yes. really blowing out that moisture. And so for me, I just, it just I, I try to only shampoo twice a week if I can and do dry shampoo in between. And so that oh. kind of drives me crazy that if I let it air dry, I'm not really getting much use out of it, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, dry shampoo is a blessing. It uh, is a blessing. I use that. I have to use that quite a bit because I'm air drying all the time. And like you said, yeah, my roots get pretty greasy pretty quickly. And it'll be like, I just washed myself. Yeah. And I look dirty. So I don't know. Yeah. But um, blow drying yeah. makes a big difference. Sometimes you can just blow dry your roots real quickly and then let the rest air dry and then you can kind of solve that problem. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I'll like put some braids in my hair and sleep sleep on yes. them for like a little bit of a wave situation. And sometimes it turns out fantastic and sometimes it looks like absolute shit. So for me, it's like very unpredictable what my hair is going to be doing that day. Yeah. I haven't done that. You just reminded me to do that. That's another thing. I love sleeping in braids, and that also is a great kinky wave look. Yes. I did that a lot as a kid. My mom would like braid my hair the night before school. We'd take it out in the morning and get all excited about how curly it looked. But yeah, I don't know. I need to do that. kind of a crapshoot. Mental note. Mental Mm -hmm. note. Got to do that soon. What are Um, your hot tips for skincare and makeup? Sure. So skincare, um, I, for a really long time, thought I had super oily skin. And I do think my skin can still be prone to oil. But what I've learned later in life is that a lot of people think they have oily skin because their skin is actually so dry on the surface Mm -hmm. that their skin is then overproducing oil to try to compensate for that. Right. And what has helped me, um, on, in addition to exfoliating and kind of being better about getting that top layer of dry, dead skin off, is moisturizing with an oil as opposed to a gel. Growing up, I kept buying these things that are like gel, oil-free, so good for oily skin. And it was like 
it almost wouldn't do anything or it would seem like it was moisturizing, but then my skin would just be so oily within hours. Mm-hmm. I switched to using the um, Josie Marin Argan Oil Light Drops. And that's all that it is. Just argan oil. There's nothing else yeah. in it. I get it at Sephora. And I put every morning uh, and night, I put like about seven drops in my palms. I rub my hands together and I just press it into my skin. It moisturizes so well because a, a guy at Sephora had told me years ago that if you use oil rather than like a cream, the oil has an easier time getting through those layers of skin and actually moisturizing at the level that it should as opposed mm. to just sitting on top. Yeah. You know, big disclaimer going in, into this episode, Delaney and I are not dermatologists or yeah, estheticians. Or, so. or take, take what we say with a grain of salt, but these are the <laughs> things that we have heard and been told to us and we are passing them on to you. Uh, yes. So changing to an oil has From helped like my skin. From like a lotion. Yes, has helped okay. my skin a lot. How about Nice. You? Oh, uh, skincare. I I wish I would have discovered um, Coco Kind products a long time ago. I don't know how long they've been around, but I absolutely love that brand. Um, and I use their sea moss exfoliator, mm-hmm. their chia seed oil for moisturizing. Mm-hmm. So same kind of oil stuff, and um, their rose water spray for toner. So I'll nice. do the sea moss, the rose water, the oil, but I kind of just pick whatever my skin looks like it needs that day. I'm not super regimented about like twice a day, all three products on my face both times. I just kind of check in like feeling a little extra dry today. So I'm going to skip the uh, rose water and sea moss and just kind of go straight to, you know, wiping my face with a towel and putting some oil on it, stuff like that. Intuitive right. skincare. Intuitive skincare. And yes, we talked about this a little bit on the Whitney Cummings episode where- I was kind of trying to follow what you were doing and because that works for you. And then I told Whitney, that's what I was doing. And she was like, oh my God, like you cannot, (laughs) you need to be like actually cleansing. You can't just like wash your face with water in the morning. And like, that's when we were doing all the honey stuff. And she just was like, not okay. But for you, that works. So it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. For me- so, so funny because we, we were kind of talking about this with the vegan stuff, right? How for you, that is absolutely what is working best for your body. For me, I'm yeah. at a point now where I need to kind of bring some meat back in, I think. Mm-hmm. And all of the really natural stuff seems to work really well for your skin. Yeah. I learned that um, – so there's a brand called True Botanicals, which is like a lot of the celebrities love. And it's so natural. Like their ingredients read like a smoothie, basically. Mm. Delicious. And I really love – they have a pre-cleanse oil that works really well to take makeup off. But I was using their um, cleanser for about a year and still struggling with acne and just kind of general irritation, it seemed like, on my skin. Just texture and like little zits everywhere and just – I don't know. I, I just never could get my skin completely clear. And I was so confused because I was like, well, what the fuck? I mean, if this doesn't work, this is just nothing. This is a smoothie. Like why won't this work? And then I looked into it more and lavender was a really major component of that face wash. And I learned that lavender can actually, as an essential oil, can actually be really irritating on some people's skin. Like it's Mm. a known irritant. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not irritating for some people, but for some people it can really exacerbate your problems. And I ended up switching to, again, we're not sponsored by any of these people. Um, right. This is, I switched to, it's called the IS Clinical brand. They're a fantastic brand. I switched to the IS Clinical Cleansing Complex. I watched, was it Heidi Klum's? No, it's the girl who's married to, uh, oh, Rosie Huntington? The girl who's married to Jason Statham. Um, she does skincare oh, yeah. videos on YouTube and she went on this mission to make sure that all of her skincare products, all of the ingredients were non-comedogenic. Okay. Meaning it, it just doesn't takes, clog your pores? Right. Okay. And there's a, there's a scale of, of how badly something can clog your pores or not. And it's crazy because like some of these like really high-end creams and cleansers, it just takes one of those ingredients to be pore clogging and then you're kind of fucked. So she went on this mission to make sure that everything she was using, that every ingredient was non-comedogenic, and she recommended this cleanser. Um, You can get it on Derm. I order it on dermstore.com. You guys, I haven't even, I haven't really talked about it on like Instagram or anything because I didn't want to jinx it. And granted, I just got back from a week in Hawaii where I was drinking for like 
five days straight. <laughs> but I don't fucking knock on wood. My skin doesn't break out anymore. Oh, <laughs> which is for me. If you if you guys have been around the podcast for a long time, you know that it has been an acne journey since like fourth grade for me. I I don't. It's been almost a year now since I started wow. using that cleanser and I incorporated a vitamin C serum. And I think those two together, it's just, I finally Fucked found the combination. it out. Yes. Have you ever considered, I don't think we've talked about this too before, where it's like sometimes what in the past when I've switched products or done something, it's like, is it because I switched to this thing and it's working so well, or is it because I'm not putting that old shit on my face that was fucking my stuff up? You know, like, is it the lack of something or is it the addition of something new? Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I love using on my, with my skincare routine, like I said, it's three things, but I, I got really nice, like bamboo, um, cotton, like little washcloths. And that's what I'll exfoliate my face with. So like, Sometimes if I feel like oh, it's a little bit dry, I don't really want to exfoliate with the the CMOS stuff that I have and all that. I will just wet a towel and I will wipe my face yeah. and then I, it, it exfoliates enough, but in a very gentle way. Right. Um, and I use that too. There's one, actually, there's one hanging in the background right here. <laughs> if you're on YouTube, I'm air drawing one of my towels. <laughs> oh my God, our our backgrounds are... Yeah. Classy. Yeah. So um, that's, that's something I wish I would have found sooner rather than later, because I think I would just wipe my face or pat my face with any kind of towel. And I feel I, uh, I've had like dermatitis issues before mm-hmm. in the past where I, my skin will brush up against something and then it'll, it'll ir- get irritated. Yeah. Um, and I had, I think I, I think that's made a big difference is actually having designated soft face towels instead of just wiping my face with like, you know, a something that that can be kind of tougher, like a beach towel or like a regular, you know, towel or something. So that's, I feel like that's helped maybe who knows though. Right. I, yeah. The less your possible irritants you're introducing, the better I I think always, but yeah, so that was a, a learning lesson for me that natural is not always a surefire guarantee that it's not going to irritate because for me using the really, really natural one, was not was not working right. and now what I'm using. So that IS Clinical um, face wash for our listeners, if you are struggling with skin, check it out because it's I've loved it. And the yeah. youth to the people, this is a serum I get at Sephora, it's the youth to the people 15% vitamin C. And damn, that is like I think helped a ton. And then for sunscreen, I use the Elta MD sunscreen and that's a huge dermatologist recommended one. I feel like everybody's always trying to find a good sunscreen for their face that doesn't break them out or clog their pores. And nice. That's a good one. Um, that's crazy. I had a professor in college who never washed her face a day in her life and she had the most perfect skin. But it's like, I think a lot, so much of it is genetics too. Like I've, oh, I, yeah. I know people who like could go a week without washing their face or not even putting a wet towel to like wipe shit off and they're just glowing. So it's like so much of it is just. <laughs> I know. Your genes. But yeah, finding what works for you with the skin. Truly. Um, also, finding a good retinol. I, I think I started using it at the right age, but retinol really can, I think, help acne and prevent signs of aging. It's one of those things that is like one of the few dermatologists proven things to actually impact your skin positively where other things are like, well, yeah, I mean, that can like maybe make things appear better, but retinol is that really, really potent form of vitamin A. So when you did Accutane, that was like the most, the most potent form of vitamin A. Um, Right. But I use the SkinCeuticals retinol cream and I've used that for a long time. I like that a lot. Nice. Um, Favorite makeup tips? Yes. So eyebrows. I was going to say all my favorite tips I learned from Kelsey. So I feel like you should just take that. I'll Thanks. tell you what I used to do though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, eyebrows, man. Fucking eyebrows. Like we, I think a lot of, if you're around our age, your eyebrows have likely been on a journey because you probably lived through the 2000s when it was the trend to turn your eyebrows into apostrophes on your face. Just like the teeniest, <laughs> tiniest little commas. Um, Melissa Fredericks, 
um, is really funny. She's Mrs. Kev on stage on Instagram. She did a post where she said that her eyebrows are a casualty of the 90s. And I just laughed so hard because it's that's how I feel like I I killed I killed my eyebrows. There's parts that just will never grow back in and I fill them in now. But um learning how to do your eyebrows the right way makes such a huge difference in your makeup, even if that's the only thing you're doing that day. Um, Anastasia Beverly Hills is kind of the eyebrow magician. And through her, I learned the importance of, um, of eyebrow mapping and the most flattering way to fill in your eyebrows that frames your face. So for me, a problem or a mistake I was making is I wasn't bringing my eyebrows out far enough, the tail, because part mm-hmm. of what I had done in the 2000s when I tweezed the ever loving shit out of my eyebrows is I like I took the tail off basically, mm. like I just made oh. them so small and so short. If, if you're on YouTube, they yes. look like this. Okay, yeah, I just made them so small. But what you this is one of the things I teach in my um, in my makeup workshops is that if you want to find out what is the ideal place for the tail of your eyebrow to end, you can see me doing this on on YouTube, you hold um, a pencil or anything that's kind of like a pencil up to the corner. You want to go from the corner of your nose through the corner of your eye. And oh. that should ideally be where your eyebrow tail ends. Okay. So you can see on this eye, this one's much closer for me. Like this tail goes out further. And I have to right. really like pencil, so pencil in, in the tail in here to get it out. But um I think some of us make the mistake when we're doing our makeup of only looking straight ahead in the mirror and forgetting to think about what you look like from the side. So then I would notice in some pictures like, oh, shit, I turned to the side and like no eyebrow. Eyebrow disappears. Mm. Bye-bye. It's not there. So really framing your face and getting your eyebrows in a place that looks natural and good and flattering for you makes huge difference for me. Yes. I always had bushy ass eyebrows so I don't think I got into the the tweezing phase so much because they were just they were they were biggins so like I I left it (laughs) I left and then I would get I I remember as a teenager like getting my eyebrows waxed a couple times and one of the times the person took the wax off and a chunk of my eyebrow went with it so I stopped doing that so I've been like afraid to do stuff to my eyebrows, which yeah. is why I think they've remained very bushy. You have great eyebrows. Luscious. Oh, thank you. Luscious brows. <laughs> I'll do, you- do some eyebrow threading every once in a while. Like once a, once a year, I'll do an eyebrow thread and then I'll tweeze the crazy ones, yep. the stray ones throughout the year. I was just going to ask, but you're not on TikTok. There's this, there's um, a, an account on there that has like millions of followers and it's a wife and her husband and their daughter. And she looks like she's maybe... I don't know, four or something like that. And she's really fair, like really like light blonde, bright blue eyes. And they've, (laughs) the wife will do these prank videos where she will fill in her daughter's eyebrows, like darker, (laughs) like she'll give her eyebrows and the daughter calls them eyeboos. She goes, (laughs) Jacob, do you want a surprise daddy with eyebrows? And she goes, eyeboos. And she fills them in and she walks out and the dad like, loses his mind it's really funny to see a tiny child with like a (laughs) full runway brow it's a it's a it's really funny um anyway i don't know what that's cute um so delaney's favorite beauty tip that she's learned from me is contouring your lips yeah wait oh the with the thing the button underneath yes yes Yes, that's a fun one Yes. Is that your, I think, I thought that was your favorite. Is that your favorite? I really, well, I like the eyebrow thing you said, the whole, just bring in your, I didn't, uh, the tail, bringing it down a little bit. I always remember that one now. So that's my favorite eyebrow. I can tell you what my favorite tip from Kelsey's is from each part of my face. Favorite little eyebrow tip, bringing the tail down. When it comes to the lips, putting that little, like a little, is it highlighter, Kels? Mm -hmm. Little, little dot of highlighter on your Cupid's bow, which is your yes. upper lip middle area, I believe. Wow. I know. I'm hearing a lot from you. And then uh like almost like a little bronzer on the bottom lip in the middle to make mm-hmm. them look like a little poutier. Like it makes it look bigger, doesn't it? Makes your it makes your lower lip look fuller and more yeah. pouty when you put a little bit of contour bronzer right at the base of your lower lip, like right along the lower lip line, almost as if it were a lip liner. 
Yeah. And then you blend that out and it, because it's, it's creating the optical illusion that your lower lip is so full and plump that it's casting a shadow beneath it. Interesting. Yes. Optical yes. illusions. And what does the little highlighter right here do? So when you put a little bit of um, highlighter on your cupid's bow, again, that's it's creating um, a, a plumping effect on your upper lip. It's bringing some light there because you can also you can contour your upper lip with with a bronzer shade. But for me, that gets into mustache territory pretty Ooh. quickly. Like I have to be yeah. very delicate with that area. I'm not so mess with that. I'm doing a little yeah. cupid's bow. Um, Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And I will say with eyebrows, it's kind of a personal preference. I think your eyebrows look fucking perfect on you right now. Oh, thank you. But there is a trend that's been, I don't know, the last year called like foxy brows where people Mm. are actually shaving. They did like what I did in fourth grade. I didn't shave. I just tweezed them. But people are shaving the, the very tips of their tail off so that they can fill them in going up and back. Because it's it makes it look like Whoa. they had a facelift. It really makes this Holy illusion shit. like everything's going up and back. And so for me now, when I fill in my brows and I fill in the tail, I don't know if you can see on YouTube, but I kind of make it so that the tail goes up and back a little bit as opposed to like curving down. Oh, interesting. This guy curves down like a little bit more. But it's it's personal preference. So if you still like bringing it down a little – do you? But people are starting to kind of like fill them up and back, which I'm preferring now. Um, I also like the tip that you give about the nose thing where you could put like bronzer on each end mm-hmm. of your nose Contouring going your nose. downward. You contour your nose to make, you know, to make it look a little smaller or straighter or whatever the hell you might be doing, right? Yeah. I think for a lot of people, n- their nose is one of the things that they're least happy with. Right. Mm. That's why a lot of people uh, get nose jobs because it's it's in the center of your face. And if it's bigger than you want or if it's crooked or whatever, it's an easy thing, I think, for people to feel not confident with. And learning how to contour your nose with makeup is a really great way to to you can change the shape of your nose. Essentially, you can make it look smaller. You can make it look shorter. You can make it look longer all just with makeup if um you know if that's something you're into. So, yeah, yeah. You can run two little lines of bronzer down the bridge of your nose and blend it out a little. You can make it look thinner. All all sorts of fun tips for for nose contour. Oh, you know which one I've been using a lot when I when I do put makeup on Kels is hmm. um putting like eyeshadow on your under eye lower lash line. Your lower mm-hmm. lash. You instead of like an eyeliner because I'm not I'm not like a big fan of putting eyeliner on I just it's not my favorite step yeah for stuff and so I'll do like a little brown eyeshadow yeah. instead and it still opens up my eye but I don't have to do liner and stuff like that because I feel like I'm not very accurate with it it you know there's just a lot of things that yay I, I love yeah, that you're so doing I like that, that one tip. a lot and yeah. it feels very natural looking yeah eyeliner is a it, it can be pretty harsh right? It's, it's a line and it, you know, you can smoke it out and buff it out to soften it. But, um, that's something I do every time I do my makeup, I take whatever shadow I've put in my transition area or on my lid and then I run it along. I mean, you can see it. It's hard. I'm wearing a hat today, but you can see it on YouTube a little bit that I've taken that shadow and brought it along my lower lash line. Cause it just, it opens your eyes up and makes your eyes look bigger in general. And 
Just love it. I love it. Yes. Um, another big one for me. So this is a tip from um, Alana Davison, uh, Alana Davison, sorry, on on YouTube, because she was always complaining about when she would wear lower lash mascara that she would get raccoon eyes. Like the the mascara would transfer onto her um, uh, to her upper cheek area, under eye area. And so what she has started to do that I have now started to do is rather than wiggle mascara all the way through your lower lashes to just stamp it at the base and you're going to get that pigment there. You're going to, it's still going to look, you know, there's still mascara on, but you're not going to have those lashes rubbing against your under eye then. And it's, to me, I no longer get the raccoon eyes. Is it as beautiful as when you work your way all the way, like work the mascara all the way through? No, but I did just, when I got my makeup done in um, Arizona for a photo shoot, the makeup artist used a mascara that I just bought online as a tubing mascara. And I'll, I'll be trying it out and I'll report back to you guys. A tubing mascara? What is that Tubing mascara. So it's actually, it like forms a tube around your lash. Whoa. They're a lot easier to take off because it just like comes off in these little tubes. But what? she used, yeah, she used it on my lower lashes and they looked so good. They didn't, it didn't budge. It didn't smudge. So I'm going to try it on myself and make sure that's still the case. Maybe she just works some like extra magic that <laughs> I might not be able to achieve, but I'm hoping I do. So anyway, I, I, will, picture, I will report I'm back. just picturing like spaghetti noodles on a lash. <laughs> I can't understand. I'll show you. I'll wear tube. it and then I'll show you on camera next time. Okay. I was going to say a little tube come out of a tube. It's just too yeah. much. I don't know. <laughs> Too much tube. Um, yeah. And I think okay. in general for makeup, the older I've gotten, I've just learned that less is more. Um, there have been trends in makeup in the last few years where it's like layer on layer on layer on layer and really full coverage. And it just can look like you're wearing a mask and it doesn't always wear well throughout the day. And I've just learned that like just use what you need at least in terms of skin, I think skin just looks so much better and more natural when it's like, do a little bit, step into natural light, see if you need more. If not, just leave it so it doesn't yeah. get all creasy and, and I've thick. been using um, Bare Minerals makeup since I was like 15. Yeah. So like, yeah, 16 years. Um, use their foundation and their warmth bronzer and, you know, their... Uh, what is it? Oh my God, the cheek stuff. Blush, blushes, Blush. eyebrow stuff. Um, and when I first got this makeup as a teenager, I would just take the little bronzer and I'd put it on my cheeks. I would use it like in my eyes yeah. and I'd use it like on my forehead, my chin and my neck. Like it was just one thing. It was yeah. like, I used one thing for my eyeshadow, my blush and my face stuff. And yeah. I think that worked okay. I don't know. <laughs> you can really do that. I mean, it's, it's a look, it's a monochromatic look. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Very minimalist beauty routine there. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think those are my tips. Do you have some other nice. tips? Oh well, I mean, when we're talking about the face, I I know you're. This is this is not going to be super popular, but my favorite face mask is still just mashing a banana on my face. And I know you think. I know you think that's nuts, but I feel like we need to try it. Maybe will you try it with me on a video, Kels, and then we'll for like the the self helpless Instagram or something. I sure. feel like I feel like people would really like to see you do that. They've already seen me do that, so I'll do it when I have nowhere significant to be in the next week. Because if that <laughs> shit breaks me out, I will be so mad at you. If I have Maybe finally do, figured out my makeup, you do like one patch or something. But I feel patch like test. there's nothing in there that's going to break you out, right? It's a banana. Yeah, but it's on your face. I don't know. I just Organic. don't know. Comes from the earth. Yeah, but so does well, lavender, and that fucked me up. That's true. Still my favorite thing. I just mash it, put it on there for like, I don't know, 15 minutes and wipe it off. Wash it off. It's supposed to brighten and tighten and do all kinds of stuff. I don't know, but looks good to me when it's off. Um, so that's right. one of my favorites. And then let's see. I honestly... Some days, um, like you said, the less is more and just kind of like using what you feel like you need that day or you want that day. I like, I do a lot of um, just makeup free days a lot and I'll just put like a little blush and a little lip color. And yeah. I, I feel, that's when I feel like 
I feel very be- beautiful that day by just not yeah. really wearing a whole lot. So also like knowing, you know, how are you going to feel? Like, do you want to wear a full face of makeup? Do you want to just wear a little lip gloss? Like checking in with, I guess, how, what's going to make you feel good. Um, I feel the most like beautiful when I feel like I'm, I feel like I look natural, you know, where yeah. it's like sun-kissed and glowing and stuff like that. And so I like to do a lot of things where you could question like, is she wearing makeup or mm-hmm. what is it? Was she born with it? Or maybe it's maple. Maybe it's fucking banana mash on her face. It's the banana mash on her face. <laughs> um, as far as like beauty tips for uh, like outfits and stuff, we didn't really talk about that, but um I've just noticed that like my, I'm filling my closet with just like sundresses. It is the easiest thing for me to wear. I feel good right when I put it on. I don't have to think about coordinating outfits. Yeah. I just, I'm like, I wear a sundress like pretty much every day because it's simple. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good to go. I feel nice. It's one thing. It's one piece of clothing. Um, So that's really my go-to for like pretty much every day. I love it. Something very simple like that. Where I used to try to like coordinate pants, different pants and shirts and this and that. I just like being able to put put a sundress on. Do you have any like hot clothing tips, Kels? That's your Steve Jobs uniform. Your Elizabeth (laughs) Holmes efficiency uniform. It's one piece of clothing. That makes so much sense for you. That makes so much sense for you. (laughs) I'm so short. You're much taller than me that I like a long – sundress doesn't look the best on me because mm. um I think it just makes me look kind of short so mm. um let's let me think about f- tips for buying um clothes flattering clothes bodies you look do a lot of body suits which look really cute on you I love oh bitch love a body <laughs> you love bury a bodysuit. yes bury me in a bodysuit I love a bodysuit they're so flattering yeah. um they're so great I think a big thing for me I've mentioned this before on the show that in the last year or two, I've really tried to invest in not just buying clothes that I feel confident and sexy in, but actually wearing those clothes on a daily basis. Because for whatever reason in life leading up to the last couple of years, I would buy clothes that I loved, but I would only wear them for like special occasions. And then I would buy this other set of clothes that were like very casual, very like day-to-day comfortable, but not very flattering. Mm-hmm. Just like not very form-fitting, just kind of a throw it on and go. And I feel so differently about myself when I'm wearing those clothes versus when I actually wear something that I feel good in. And it's a YOLO moment. I'm like, what am I fucking waiting for? Why am I waiting for my like week vacation to Vegas with my girlfriends once a year to wear clothes that make me feel good about myself? Yeah. I could just wear them every day. Like, yes. I mean, I don't have to wear like some crazy titty top to like get gas or something, but you know, just like, like I'm wearing, if you can see on YouTube, I I went to Athleta. I went kind of ham at Athleta. Have you ever been to that store? No. Okay, I've never been to Athleta. My friend Hannah was raving about it. And I – they have such cute, flattering, like, everyday clothes that's kind of – like, it is athletic wear, but you can wear it as regular – like, I don't think you would look at this tank top I'm wearing and go, oh, that's athletic wear. No. No. But it's it, it's form-fitting. It's I cute. feel good in it. And, yeah, shout out to – shout out to Athleta. <laughs> By them at some point, if that ever could fucking happen, it looks very cute. Thank you. Yes, um, but yeah. So that's a big thing for me is like just start treating every day like a day that you want to feel good. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. And I think doing it in a way that feels simple too, so you actually stick with it. Yeah. Um. Because I, you know, I used to be like, okay, I'm gonna get pants that match with this shirt, and then I'm gonna have shoes that match, and it just felt overwhelming. So like being able to throw one piece of thing on, and then I'm like, I feel. I feel good. I feel prepared for my day. I feel like I look nice. Um, has been great. If I had to like start my wardrobe from scratch, I would, I would try to follow the whole capsule wardrobe thing. I kind of done a little bit of that. Didn't really stick very well. Um, but I, 
those, those tips, like, you know, just getting, uh, you know, a handful of really nice things that all kind of match. You can mix and match your outfits together. Yeah. Um, that's kind of stuck with me. So I kind of try to pick things that I know match my other shit now where I'm, I'm kind of going to like going towards a lot of like more neutrals with just some pops of color. So it's really easy to kind of pair things together because I just, I hate putting outfits together. It's never been my thing. I'm not super passionate about it. I want to just be able to like grab a dress, grab a jacket and it matches and I don't have to think about it. So I have to kind of set myself up for that with the things that I own and the things that I like, you know, accumulate going forward. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Well, I'm sure that was about 20, if not more. I, yeah, I believe that was more than 20. Oh, actually, there's some talking points here that Humaira, our lovely producer, maybe. Um, I just, I'll touch on the nail polish one. Um, yeah. For me, I used to not use a base coat, and I found that my nail health would suffer when I would paint my nails. Like I would almost have to oh. sacrifice. I would have to decide, is it worth it to paint my nails knowing that they're going to become like pretty brittle after a week of wearing the polish or whatever. And now I use the, it's the Nails Ink brand. I think it's called the Superfood Base Coat. I get it at Sephora. Man, my nails, these are my real nails. And they are like fucking. Base coat meaning you have clear nail polish before you put a color on? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. I usually, um, I'm, you know, it's so interesting up until maybe, I don't know, kind of recently, um, I would just not do my nails. I just had no, no polish on my fingernails. I would, I would sometimes like, yeah, I'd paint my toenails. Um, but I have been getting my nails done. Look at you. Like, like more frequently. Yeah. Um, because it's not something I really enjoy doing. Um, and I kind of, yeah, it feels nice to actually get them done. I'm like taking more time for myself to do do things yeah. like that. And yeah, it makes me feel like, oh, I feel like uh, pretty put together when I look down and I have like a nice little coat of polish on. I feel like, okay. So Nails I've make a really big that. difference. Yeah. I'd never liked doing it myself. I just not, not great at it. Yeah. It would be I'm, real messy and look like shit. So I'm, I'm feel confident doing it myself. It's just like, can be a pain in the butt. I'm such an impatient person. It's really hard for me to sit and let the nail polish dry. I want to be going and doing a bunch of stuff. So I always, I just posted my Instagram stories that when I was in Hawaii, uh, I, I hadn't painted my nails yet and I wanted them to be painted. So I brought my nail polish to the beach, like to the fucking ocean. And it's just like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, of course that's a disaster. And it was so hot outside that like the polish was like curdling on my, it was just like getting all like oh. scoopy and thick. And then you know, sand. I thought that they were dry and they weren't and I got in the sand and then I had just like pieces of sand embedded in like as if it was nail art Litter. as if I went <laughs> and asked them to like, can you make it like mermaid themed and put like pieces of seashells and like a feather, <laughs> just like all of, <laughs> little cigarette butt, like all sorts of just oh, weird boy. beach paraphernalia. So um, when I am patient enough to sit and do them and let them dry, I think they look great, but Mm. That's my problem. Mm. Yeah. That's a good tip for the nail stuff. Just the coat, the base coat. Have you had any like hairstyles that did not work so well for you? Oh my God. I mean, 
the, well, the Princess Leia buns. When I was like actually leaving the house with those, that was a rough journey for me. I mean, that's really for me. subjective, isn't it? Because, that's true. You know, I felt, some people are like, mm, delish. And, I felt you know, great. others. <laughs> the bullies did not. That's all um, that matters. Yeah, I, I've posted pictures of back when I cut my hair really short. Like I had a faux hawk in college um, when Rihanna had her hair really short. And then that kind of grew out into a very Kate plus eight soccer mom haircut when I was like 20 years old. And I, I looked like I was 45. <laughs> I look so much older at 20 than I do now at 32. So oh, some man. of those like just not the most flattering mm. on me. Yeah. So it's really interesting how some people can really pull off different hairstyles like it depends yeah. i'm assuming it depends on like your head shape and stuff your face shape yeah everything like that um i remember just doing a lot of uh greasy buns when i was younger just throwing it up in a bun and calling it a, d- a day and going to school um i remember one time trying to brush my hair out with my mom's like round brush that she would use to curl her hair with and I brushed, I was brushing my hair, got stuck in my head at the top of my head. We could not get it out. So um, I had, she, she had to take me to like, a, you know, a styling place, barbershop. And I was so embarrassed that I like put a towel over my head until I got inside and they just had to cut the brush out so i had like crazy <laughs> what i had like mismatched bangs like for a long time because i was still growing like half of my <laughs> half of my hair out. i feel like you did not go to a good place because to me that is like that should not even be an option that you have to cut the hair out like oh you- they tried i mean it was it was in there have you you've seen those round brushes that i use one every day everywhere? oh my god yeah, no, I was using it like a regular brush. And I guess the, you know, the more I did it, the more, the, the deeper it got in there and they couldn't get it out. And they tried, I mean, my mom tried for hours, they tried and it was just like, they did the best they could and they had to just cut it off my hair. So I had these like crazy little bangs that like, I think started from, you know, half my head back over here because I was still growing out my How old were you? Oh, I was in elementary school. So I would say like eight. So oh eight, God. give or take. Yeah. So never touched a round brush fucking since. No thanks. Yeah, I would I imagine not. I would used never. to, there were a couple times when I was like really, really young, that maybe three, four or something like that. And I got a hold of um, my Crayola scissors and I went right to the scalp. Oh, just, just ch- chopped all your hair off? Chopped all my hair off. Oh I mean, not God. like all of it, but like large chunks. And my <laughs> mom or dad would walk in and go, <gasps> no stop <laughs> and then i would just walk around with crazy hair for a while hey shit happens do you do hair removal stuff on your own or or do you well i i mean i've somewhere? told the story on the pot and on my album that i was doing the at-home bikini wax kits for a long time and then i, I go to salons now to get sugared which i prefer but i was doing yes. the um like the sally hansen wax strips at home for bikini area and uh I ran some errands, and when I came home, Griffey uh, had gone through the garbage and gotten my used bikini wax strip stuck to his paws. Yeah, he was walking around, <laughs> and it was a fucking nightmare. So, um, and then I use, I use, um, I do use the at-home wax strip kits for, um, for upper lip, for, for a little blonde mustache hair that I don't mm-hmm. want there. How about yes. you? Yes. Um, I don't get anything waxed. I just do a regular old fashioned razor and uh, shaving cream on my crotch. So that's what you're going to get. No, <laughs> no other, no other you, stuff is happening. You said that is such a crass way. Like, I feel like I was like pretty delicate about like, you know, like bikini area and <laughs> your yield. Yield crap. Paul Bunyan over here. I use a straight razor down there, and it's what you're gonna get. So hope you like it. Okay, that's it. Cam's a lucky man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very lucky. I I remind him every day. Um, No, it's good. And then um, I guess the final final one: concealing blemishes, dark circles. You're gonna know more about that. I just use my bare minimal bare minerals like foundation or like a little tiny concealer on something and I put a little dot on and then I blend it. Yeah. I don't know if you have tips for that. For concealing blemishes in particular, I think, um, 
I've found it useful to use a color corrector, like a little bit of a color corrector to neutral out that redness. Because if you're just what does that putting, mean? What's so, the color corrector? Uh, if you a color corrector, there are ones for acne, there are ones for under eye circles. Typically, your under eye circles are more of a purple hue. And so when you use like a light pink, a salmon color uh, under your eyes, it's going to neutralize that color before you put a concealer on. Sometimes you can get away with just using, like today I'm just using the color corrector under my eyes. With a blemish, I think especially once that is started to heal and you're getting into that more of a red purpley shade – Using yeah. a tiny, tiny bit of a color corrector and then a concealer over it and then setting it with powder will make it so that doesn't budge. And you've got like a very So what good. color is the color corrector? If it's if it's is it the same as concealer looking? Like No, it's um this is the Becca Cosmetics brand. It's being discontinued, which is so sad, but this is the, an under eye brightening corrector. Oh. It matches my shirt and hat. Oh, okay. So it looks like it's a highlighter almost. Yeah, it's like a glowy right? peach color. This is for oh. under eyes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, Learn new things every day. Still. Yes, yes. Still evolving my beauty regimen. Well, if you <gasps> listeners have any tips and tricks for us that you've learned as you've gotten older, we'd yeah. love to know. Uh, let us know, selfhelplesspodcast at gmail.com, or you can message us uh, at the Self Helpless Podcast Instagram account at selfhelplesspodcast. Yes, indeed. Um, would you like cool. to read the iTunes review of the episode? Johnny? I would love nothing more. Oh, um, great. This is from Zenith JJ, I believe it is. It says, got iTunes just to review. I wish oh. we could review individual episodes because I have something to say after every single episode. <laughs> I started from the beginning and I'm currently working through the 2018 episodes. The breakup episode is playing while I write this review. Honestly, I love you guys. Taylor, I feel like... One of us committed identity theft because I get everything you say as I was listening to the Enneagram. Oh, Enneagram. Yeah, I forgot about that. Enneagram? How do we Enneagram. say that? Enneagram. Um, Enneagram. Shit. <laughs> test episode. I felt like I didn't even need to go take the test because I was like, well, I'm obviously a six. <laughs> Kelsey and Delaney make me feel a little more sane too because they bring in such a different perspective from what I know. It feels like having close friends who actually care about what's going on in my life. It was your podcast that continues to motivate me to get out of my depressive funk and do something positive with my life. Thank mm. you so much. That is just... Uh, Damn, what a nice, so nice to hear. And you got iTunes just to review us. That is the level of dedication we are looking for from a oh, listener. My gosh, A plus. A plus to you, Zenith. I think it's Zenith, right? It's with an I X. think so, yeah. Putting a gold um, star on your, so very on your kind. paper. We really, we really appreciate it. I mean, that's this is what keeps us going. I mean, literally. Yeah. Like when you when we hear stuff like that, that this is helping people, um, it's I mean, it's, yeah, it's like the greatest gift you can give us to say stuff like that. So thank you. It's invaluable because we just, you know, we're sitting here recording just a conversation with the two of us. We can't see what you guys are looking right. like when you listen to our episodes. We don't know how it's impacting your day or your right. life until you tell us. And so right. when we get to hear about it, it, it really means so much to us because otherwise we're just like recording and sending it out into the universe going, well, that was okay. <laughs> hope, hope that helps somebody. We don't know. Uh, but yeah. So if you haven't left an iTunes review of the episode, we'd really appreciate it. At the least, just click on that fifth star. It really does help the show. I know, you know, we're a broken record. We've been saying this for four years, but it really yes. does help the show. Yes. Um, we also have a new Patreon reward. This one is called Personalized Shoutouts, nice. where you can you can drop shoutouts that you want to give your loved ones or yourself, and they will end up on the show. So this one says, shout out to Lauren LaSalle, or LaSalle, for recently becoming licensed after several years of hard work. She is now a licensed clinical mental health counselor. Woohoo! Amazing. Hell yeah. Congrats, that is Lauren. Awesome. That's fantastic. Congrats, Lauren. That is awesome. Yay. Congratulations. Yes. Fantastic. If you want to, uh, you know, check out the rewards, go to patreon.com slash selfhelpless. Yes, yes. Um, do you have a segment, Del? Oh, let's see. Oh, you know what? I actually feel like I have one that is great for this episode because it has to do with the dress that I purchased recently. I found this long flowy dress that I loved and I was like, mm, this is so cute. Tried it on. It's so soft. I love it. I come home and um, I'm hanging it up and I look at the tag and it's a maternity dress. So that's where I'm at with my taste and clothing. I feel like maternity dresses are very cute. 
um, always like my style. And this is not the first time I've liked them, but I think it's the first time I've purchased one. Okay. Um, because I'm always drawn to them. So I think that's, that's where my unique, that's like where my personal style is at right now. I just kind of want to feel like I'm always walking around in like a sheet and slippers and still how, you know, like still somehow looking, looking cute. Um, I got my first pair of like comfortable dress shoes recently. Ooh. I was like, maybe I'll do a wedge or some kind of chunky heel. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm going with a flat sandal, baby. I am done with the phases of my life where I feel uncomfortable when I have to dress up. I'm done with the uncomfortable shoes. I'm done with the too tight of dresses or, you know, too short. Like I'm always hiking, you know, things down and I'm just, I'm just going for it. We love that for you. That's That's my good shit. Um, I had such an embarrassing moment. So I, I just got back from Hawaii. I was in Hawaii for a week celebrating my best friend Hannah's wedding. We're so proud of you. That's awesome. So beautiful. Also, fun fact, the resort that they got married at, I just saw on Instagram earlier today that it's where Britney Spears was staying this past week, too. I missed Britney. I, oh, We were shit. at the same fucking pool. I can't wow. believe it. Wow. Anyway. That's pretty um, cool. It was, it was my first time in Hawaii, and it was so magical. I completely understand the hype now. I think there's something to be said, too, for taking a vacation where you have to travel quite a ways to get there, like you really get that feeling of I am vacating my day-to-day life for a little bit and I am truly going to take a vacation. Because like living in California, there's so many sort of tropical looking places that you can just drive to. And it's an easy way to shortcut giving yourself a real vacation. Yeah. Not like those aren't real vacations if you drive to San Diego or Santa Barbara or something, but it's a different feeling when you get on yeah, a plane the and you have to fly. Maybe a little bit different. Yeah. Kind of close so, to them. You really have to like really unplug yes. um, and be very disciplined about that to feel like uh, you're maybe really away, far away. Was, yeah. It was so gorgeous. So on the – was the second to last day there – Hannah and I decided we were going to go boogie boarding in the ocean. And so we were out in the ocean and it was also um, her her husband, her dad, her uncle, and her brother-in-law. So it was like four guys and then me and Hannah. And I hadn't boogie boarded for like a decade at least. Gosh, longer. Sorry, almost two decades. I forget that when you finish boogie boarding, you end in the sand. Like you're right there basically where like the edge of the water is. You're kind of up in the sand. Mm-hmm. So we'd been catching some waves and then Hannah decided that she was going to go sit. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to catch one more wave. And those are just such famous last words. Like, <laughs> I should have just fucking gotten, gotten out of the water. I was like, you know what? I'm having a good time. I'm going to catch one more wave. And so I catch this wave and my boogie board hits the sand and I realize that my bikini bottoms are undone. Like they're completely off? They are. So it's it was a string bikini bottom where it tied on each side and the okay. left side had untied and was just like <laughs> curtain. Welcoming like, everyone. Well, I, so at that point, I don't know if it was like – I don't think it was like completely open, but I could just feel like, okay, these strings are undone and the yeah. water's coming and I can't – like it's about to just be flopping open. right. And I had the boogie board in my other hand. We didn't tie it to our ankles or anything, so we were just holding on to it. So I had to keep holding on to the boogie board whilst it was going to get fucking sucked away to the ocean. But you can't tie a knot with just one hand. And so I'm laying on my stomach in the sand, and every seven seconds, a new wave would roll in and knock me over. I was like in a human washing machine trying to keep my bikini bottoms on. And then the guys behind me realized what was happening. They started dying laughing. And it was this horrible trap because like they're dudes. Like they didn't feel comfortable coming up to help me. To help you. (laughs) With my bikini bottoms because that's like kind of creepy, right? And so they're like, we don't know what to do. Finally, after – I mean it felt like it went on for probably 20 minutes, but I'm sure it lasted maybe a minute tops. One of the guys comes up close enough to like grab the boogie board while not looking at me. Yeah. Then I could have both hands to tie it. But I was just getting – I had gotten a spray tan. It exfoliated 
all of my spray tan off because I was like on my elbows and knees getting thrashed around. My legs are flying around everywhere. There's people sitting right there on the sand, like strangers in chairs watching it happen. (laughs) I mean, I am sure that after one of those waves hit, somebody saw butthole at the least. Like it just – Oh, it was so embarrassing. I turned bright red. I my like elbows and knees are all scuffed up from it. Still, it was a whole ordeal. It was oh, so people saw saw. All I'm of pretty it sure. I don't it. know how they couldn't because yeah. I was like on the sand. I wasn't like in like I wasn't deep in the water to cover it up. I was like in the sand, but also still enough in the water where the water kept knocking me over and like pulling me back. I drank a gallon of water. It was, horrible just a gallon of ocean water I needed to stop boogie boarding the last time I did it I was in Mexico in high school and I hit this big wave and when I stood up my triangle bikini top had moved over so one bikini triangle was between my tits and the other one was you just need a one piece no (laughs) I'm not going the one piece route until I'm in my 40s no I refuse maternity dress (laughs) refuse. I will keep wearing bikinis until I can't wear bikinis anymore. But yeah, I just, um, me and boogie boarding, I don't have a great track record with boogie boarding. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm sure people are like, wow, like this is, do we even need to see Kelsey's comedy show now? Because this was just a free. (laughs) Who needs my jokes when you have my asshole, truly? (laughs) So embarrassing. So that was fun. Well, this sounds like a great trip, despite the butthole flash. It was you know? a great trip despite yeah. the butthole flash for sure. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Very yeah. nice. Well, this was well, a fun episode. Um, yes. Thanks for tuning in as always, guys. Remember to go to KelseyCook.com for tour dates, Springfield, Missouri, uh, Lexington, Kentucky, and Fort Collins, Colorado, all coming up in August. So get those nice. tickets. KelseyCook.com. Beautiful. DelaneyFisher.com for business coaching stuff, Eficionado podcast, and some free shit on there as well. All right, guys. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. Love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. 